What's going on, guys? It's Danny from Fantasy Stock Exchange here. And today, I'll be going through my top week eight waivers, players at the running back and wide receiver positions where if you lost a guy like Brees Hall, if you lost a guy like DK Metcalf, a lot of contributing players going down with injuries this past week, you can go out, you can pick up, you can add to your playoff push, especially with buys and said injuries piling up as we get towards the later portion of the season. You guys want to clinch your playoff spots? There are a few guys on this week's waiver wire that can help you do so. But either way, 10 players total, as always, that you can pick up to boot your squad. Hopefully you guys won in week seven. But if you didn't, of course, I'll be outlining five main players and five honorable mentions that can help you get the dub in week eight, whether you're seven and oh, six and one, five and two. There are a ton of contributing players this week that you can add, boost your squad going into that playoff push. But before we get into it, as always, make sure you leave a like down below, comment your favorite waiver wire pickup of the week as always, and subscribe to the channel. We are on the road to 20,000 subscribers. Appreciate you guys for that consistent support. But before we get into the video, as always, we're going to hit the intro. All right, before I get into the main players for the waiver wire this week, these are players upcoming now that should be rostered in your league, but make sure you check if they are available. They are definitely worth a spot on this list. Number one is going to be Jamison Williams, wide receiver of the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell said he expects Jamison to come back. Obviously a highly heralded 12th overall pick in this last draft. Speedster, good with the ball in his hands. Very clear role to work as that secondary receiver opposite of Monroe St. Brown in this offense, an offense that has been one of the highest scoring units in the entire NFL to start this season. Rondale Moore, wide receiver of the Arizona Cardinals. He may have been dropped this past week, obviously only had two targets. Not really a great game this past week against the New Orleans Saints, but this is still the clear number two in the Arizona offense. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins being back is going to limit his overall upside, but you want to bet on young ascending players, and Rondell Moore represents exactly that. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver of the New York Jets, maybe somebody frustratingly dropped him because he hasn't been performing recently, but this is still a clearly uber-talented wide receiver. This Jets passing offense can't stagnate for too long, and with Garrett Wilson, I mean, he just needs this offense to play better, period. And next up would be Brian Robinson, running back of the Washington Commanders, has taken that clear lead back type of role away from Antonio Gibson. Most opportunities on the team yet again this past week. I don't really see that changing anytime soon, given how trustworthy he is in that coaching staff. Romeo Dubs, wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers, put up a fat goose egg this past week. Maybe, again, somebody frustratingly drops him. He's available on your wire. You definitely want to scoop him up because you want access to potentially the number one wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. I know that didn't really come to fruition this past week, but I do think that Romeo Dubs can bounce back in a big way. Isaiah Pacheco, running back at the Kansas City Chiefs, kind of occupied that pseudo running back one type of role on this offense. But realistically, this has been a three-man committee between him. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Jarek McKinnon all season. However, we want to bet on youth. We want to get access to this Chiefs offense. And if he's able to get that lead back type of role like he showed this past week, this could be a valuable contributor down the stretch. And then finally, Tyler Algier, running back of the Atlanta Falcons. If he's available, you know, maybe somebody dropped him because he hasn't been putting up a ton of fantasy points. Had a decent game this past week against Cincinnati. But this is definitely a possible streamer spot going this week against the Carolina Panthers. With Tyler Algier, we've seen that the Atlanta Falcons want to commit to their run game. Tyler Algier, talented rookie that can contribute in all factors, has actually played a lot of third down snaps, long down and distance snaps for this team. So if he was dropped on your waiver wire, if he's still available on your waiver wire, 
make sure you go pick up Tyler Algier because I do think he can give you a spot start this week, especially until Cordero Patterson comes back to the lineup. But moving off of these probably rostered players, players to watch out for on Monday Night Football. If Khalil Herbert's available in your league, you definitely have to watch out for him. He should be rostered in most leagues, in my opinion. Obviously, a high-priority backup, but... There's a possibility that he may crack into this workload even more for David Montgomery. It could be a 50-50 split. It could be, you know, a 55-45 type of split. And then, of course, the upside there, if David Montgomery ever were to go down or get traded, Khalil Herbert is an explosive talent that can contribute as a lead back somewhere. So Khalil Herbert, definitely one to watch. I also would watch Tyquan Thornton, rookie wide receiver of the New England Patriots. Very good game this past week. The team has said that they want to get him involved in all facets of the game this upcoming week of practice. So I really want to see what his usage is on Monday night football. Obviously I'm recording this before the Patriots bears game on Monday night. So two players to watch, not really much else going on here. Now let's get into the number one waiver claim of the week. In my opinion, that's going to be Gus Edwards running back of the Baltimore Ravens, 43% rostered in Yahoo fantasy leagues. And we saw this past week, first game back from last season's pre year ACL tear. He looked explosive and he and he looked back to his old Gus Edwards self. We saw that explosive playmaker two years ago. He looked like that type of running back this past week. 17 opportunities, majority of the short yardage and goal line work for this team. He looks to be that main between the tackles runner for the Baltimore Ravens. I think he's got an RB3 level outlook rest of the season. But we do expect Baltimore to score a ton of points on the stretch. Obviously, with Lamar Jackson, obviously, with the offense finally getting healthy, Rashad Bateman, we expect this team to be able to put up points. And Gus Edwards looks like by far their most trustworthy back in scoring situations. I expect him to pound in a ton of touchdowns. I expect him to be, again, a still a high, volatile RB3. But there's a possibility where if he works into a majority split in this backfield, he could potentially creep up into the RB2 range. You guys can see, obviously, on the graphic on the screen. He didn't really have a majority split, and he still provided a ton of success if you put him into your fantasy football lineups. I do think if he can earn, you know, 55, 60% of the work down the stretch, he can be a very viable running back, too. Think like Ezekiel Elliott in terms of what you think of when it comes to Gus Edwards. So in terms of fad, 30 to 50% if you're desperate at the running back position. I think he could be a solid running back two streamer, especially through bye weeks for your fantasy football teams. Number two waiver wire pickup of the week is going to be Latavius Murray, running back of the Denver Broncos. Again, more so an immediate plan. The next guy we're going to be talking about is a pure upside type of play. But with Latavius Murray, he just point blank looks like Denver's current best running back on the team. He tailed behind Gordon a tad in usage, but there are rumors right now that Gordon may be dealt at the deadline. A lot of running back needy teams, Melvin Gordon, you know, a veteran player. I can see him potentially getting moved, but regardless, even if he doesn't get traded, even if Gordon stays as a Denver Bronco, Latavius Murray in the recent weeks has shown that he can be the most trustworthy back for Denver in short yardage and goal line situations. Evidenced by his role this past week, Handled all of the goal line snaps. I know it was only one, but he also handled the majority of the short yardage situations. And not to mention, we add in the fact that Mike Boone was actually added to IR this past week. This takes it from a three-man community down to a two-man community. I expect more of the same week to week. I think Latavis will get that short yardage, goal line type of work, scoring opportunity type of work, while Malvin Gordon will handle that third down type of work, pass game type of work. So I think it's going to be a two-man community. I think Gordon will still slightly hold the edge, but of course, in the RB3 range, we're looking for potential touchdown upside. Latavius Murphy's handling the majority of this team's goal line rushing type of work. I do think he can be an RB3. And again, as I said with Gus Edwards, filling on those bye weeks. So if you're looking for immediate running back production, I think Latavius Murray can do you pretty well. 
in terms of fab. Again, I mentioned 30 to 50% for Gus Edwards because I like his long-term outlook and potential increase in value more than Latavius. So for that being, I will say Latavius Murray, 20% should be able to get it done in your leagues. Number three waiver wire pick of the week and arguably the most exciting league winning type of option. So if you're a contender, if you're six and one, five and two or better, and you want a player that has more upside down the stretch, has more upside in playoff weeks. Rashad White, running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is your guy. 29% rostered in Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. And I do think that Rashad White season is soon upon us. 21 routes to Fournette's 25, 29 snaps to Fournette's 40. At the beginning of the season, Fournette had one of the most untouchable workloads in the entire NFL. Rashad White is chipping away at that workload. And soon enough, as I said, I do think this is going to be Rashad White's backfield. Reports after the game that Bulls is disappointed with how his veterans are playing and may turn to the young guys soon. You guys can see that tweet from Rick Stroud, basically. But when it comes to this quote, I do think that this is mostly directed at the recent play of Leonard Fournette and that Rashad White's creativity and explosiveness are already a better fit for this offense given the current offensive line struggles. Box score may keep his value down. Obviously, he didn't have a crazy game from a pure box score standpoint, production standpoint. But I do think there's a possibility we are able to pick up the next RB2 plus down the stretch. Think of Kenneth Walker. That is the range of outcomes in terms of value accumulation that we should see from Rashad White. There's a possibility, again, that he could be a league-winning type of asset on your team. So if you don't need immediate production, if you don't need to rely upon Rashad White as an RB3 type, RB2 type this week, he can win leagues down the stretch. So in terms of fab, willing to bid up to 20%, especially if you're a contender, you're competing for that bye week. You want a player that you can maybe be this year's Rashad Penny from last year. I think Rashad White is your guy. Fab, again, I mentioned 20%, should be able to get it done. I think he's got, like I said, league winning level upside. So add them to your teams. Number four running back is going to be Deontay Foreman, running back of the Carolina Panthers, rostered in 49% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. And the shocker of the week this week in NFL football was the Panthers thoroughly demolishing Bush's Bucks. Lost me $100 in the process, by the way. But with that being said, Deontay Foreman showed that he could be a capable CMC fill-in in this game. He looked explosive on multiple occasions. He turned 17 game opportunities into 145 yards from scrimmage and dominated all of the two-minute drill work. We did see, however, that Chuba Hubbard also received a significant split of the backfield. And as you guys will see, my honorable mentions deserves an add as well. But I do think that point blank simple, Foreman flat out looked like the better player, especially in this backfield. Interested to see how his role expands given his performance against the Bucks, And I'm willing to consider him in that RB3 range for the time being. Again, this is still a bad team. This is still a split backfield. But I do think if he's able to take the bull by the horns, he can enter that running back two range if he establishes himself and ascends himself into majority back status. So Fab, I think 10 to 20% should be able to get it done. Uh, you may have to bid a little bit more because of the recent week in terms of production for Deontay Foreman. But I do think he's worth a bid this week. We want a potential back that can get to 65% of the snaps, which I do think is in the range of outcomes for Deontay Foreman if he continues to play at the level he showed on Sunday. So definitely a priority add when it comes to those top four running backs. But now we get on to my number one wide receiver pick of the week. Number five overall is going to be Wandale Robinson, wide receiver of the New York Giants. I've talked about him on 
recent weeks. 29% roster still on Yahoo Fantasy. And the Broadway rookie receiver flashed out in a big way this past week. Commanded eight targets and finally stepped into the full-time role we were covering for him. Finishing second on the team at wide receiver in both total snaps and total routes run. He is their clear best talent at wide receiver. And if he's finally getting that full-time usage that we crave, I think he'd be a solid wide receiver three slash flex play, but has wide receiver two level upside down the stretch. At this point of waiver season, our job is to spot running back stepping into increased workloads like the first four guys I outlined and young stud wide receivers earning their hay. Wandale Robinson falls into the ladder. He can be a league winning contributor down the stretch, in my opinion. Bid them fab dollars when it comes to the young king Wandale Robinson. 20% should be able to get it done, like I said. So clearly a lot of talent at the top of waivers this week. The top five is absolutely loaded, especially if you need that depth. Obviously entering that stretch run, injuries, and bye weeks accumulating at this point of the year. But there are a couple honorable mentions that I really want to talk about as well. I mentioned Tyler Algier, but if he's available, I mean, you have to pick him up, especially until Cordero Patterson gets back. Doesn't really make sense to me. Van Jefferson, wide receiver of the Los Angeles Rams, recently got activated off of IR, expected to make his return this week. Allen Robinson has not played well to start the season, and there's a clear opportunity to become the number two weapon in this offense that Van Jefferson can capitalize on. Vertical wide receiver who can potentially be the number two wide receiver for Matt Stafford down the stretch. I definitely think he needs to be added to your benches. Bears Campbell, wide receiver of the Indianapolis Colts, quietly has commanded double-digit targets in each of the last two weeks. If he continues this level of target share, he could be a consistent, especially in PPR formats, consistent flex play down the stretch. Definitely out of nowhere. Paris Campbell, I did not expect him to be able to do what he's done. But last two weeks, got to give him his credit. He is definitely worth an add-on to your fantasy football rosters. Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns. Again, another one quietly has been performing in these last few weeks. Obviously, when we add now that David Njoku is expected to miss the next few weeks with a high ankle sprain, Donovan Peoples-Jones has an opportunity to be the clear-cut number two weapon on the Cleveland Browns offense. So definitely worth an add, in my opinion. Can put him in your flex in a pinch. I think he can deliver in a big way for your fantasy football teams and then finally Chuba Hubbard running back of the Carolina Panthers I kind of mentioned why I prefer Deontay Foreman straight up to Chuba but but Chuba still got the first seven carries of the game Chuba was still labeled as the starter entering the game however dealt with an injury in the fourth quarter I'm very interested to see what this backfield split is moving forward but either way if you've made it to the end of this video and again of course if you enjoyed make sure you leave a like down below as always let's try to get this video to 150 likes appreciate you guys for that consistent support but stay tuned for later today I will be dropping my top streamers at the quarterback tight end and defensive positions so stay tuned for that obviously bye weeks as i said tight ends quarterbacks defenses are getting depleted i got you covered with who you can stream in a pinch this week entering week eight for fantasy football but until then appreciate you guys for tuning in take care